This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. He is District 3 Republican, the great state of Indiana. It's uh, Representative Jim Banks. Jim, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, Joe. Good to be back. It's always good to be with you. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, We were talking a bit beforehand, and there's a really big push right now to do something about TikTok. And what's funny about it, not really funny, is that then-President Trump said we have to either make them sell the company from Chinese ownership because the CCP has full access, um, or we're going to have to ban it. And everybody on the left said, no way, this is ridiculous. There are people actually on the left now who agree with you and me that we should take a really close look at what China is doing through this app, right? That's exactly right. Remember, President Trump tried to get this done. It was at the very end of his his administration where he forced TikTok to set up a an American um, uh, company uh, to own it, and that that came off the rails when Joe Biden became president. And and back then, you're right, the Democrats said this is crazy. You can't do that. There's nothing wrong with TikTok. But now it's widely known that TikTok is a national security threat. The information uh, that it collects about the American people uh, will be used against us. And uh, that, that's why we have to ban it. Now it's a bipartisan push to do just that. And, and even some Republicans who wouldn't dare talk about this issue uh, two or three years ago are now on board with voting to ban it. So stay tuned that the new House Republican majority is off to a good start, and I expect this is one of the things we're going to do over the next uh, coming next uh, two or three weeks. Uh, you're a member of a committee that I didn't know even existed. It's a select committee on the strategic competition between the U.S. and the Chinese Communist Party. Is that brand new? To, was that just formed? Yes. You remember, uh, you go back a, a few years ago, Kevin McCarthy, then the minority leader, had a deal with Speaker Pelosi to set up a bipartisan China task force. And I, I kid you not, they got up to the day when both sides were going to nominate their choices. I was one of the nominations for the Republican side. And Pelosi backed off and said, we're not going to participate. Uh, we're not going to play into the hands of Donald Trump and the Republicans, because at that point, President Trump was the first president who ever talked about China being a threat. And House Republicans uh, were right there with him and understanding that China is the biggest a military and economic threat to America. So we set up this bipartisan task force. Democrats wouldn't participate, so only Republicans were a part of it. But now we, we campaigned on uh, this idea that we would set up a select committee on China. My friend Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin is the chairman of it. I'm one of the members of it. And Democrats now are forced to add their uh, their choices to the committee. We're up and running. We're already talking about what we're going to do with this committee to, to develop a whole-of-government strategy and approach to combat the threat of China. So I, I, I'm excited about this. I, I think this could be the most important thing that we do 
in this new Republican majority. It could be a big part of our legacy and we're off to a good start. It is uh, Representative Jim Banks, Indiana 3, uh, Republican there. What's interesting about a select committee is that uh, you guys set up um, participation in the select committee on January 6th. Of course, a couple of nominations were were disregarded and denied. And then Republicans said, we're not going to play ball here. You guys are, are playing politics. This is some sort of a media show the, to run at prime time to attack Trump. I'm guessing the Republicans are following the rules on this one and Democrats will be welcomed. That, that's right. And remember, I was one of the two guys that got kicked off the right. fake uh, sham January 6th committee, uh, which, by, by the way, I fully support. Uh, Speaker McCarthy blocking Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff from the Intelligence Committee for a lot of reasons. Both of them are threats to our national security. And to be on the Intelligence Committee is just it, it's it's something I can't believe the Democrats even let them serve on that committee. So related to what Pelosi did to block me and Jim Jordan from the January 6th committee. But as far as this new select committee on China goes, the, the Democrats are making appointments and Kevin McCarthy is going to accept those appointments to the select committee so that it truly can be a bipartisan effort Good. to address the China threat. China uh, China has gotten away for too long with stealing our jobs. They gave us COVID. Today they manufacture fentanyl that 99% of fentanyl that comes into our country over the southern border is coming from China. It's, it's long past time to hold them accountable for it. And this new select committee on China is going to look at ways that we can do that. Jim, here's the here's the challenge on TikTok. I had a TikTok, and I would do what I call come on videos, where I would say something about Biden or say something about the Constitution and say, come on, at the end of it. I, I had 100,000 followers in the course of about three months, and virality like crazy. I'm like, man, this is great. And then I talked to Brendan Carr from the FCC, and he said, this is what they're doing with your phone. They can see your keystrokes. They know your location. They're probably getting your facial identification as well. China has access to the entirety of what you have on your device. So I deleted it, got a new device, the whole thing. Now I do those videos on Instagram. But here's the challenge. Over the weekend, I had a guy email me, and he said, hey, we miss your videos on TikTok. And I explained to him what I just explained to you. And he says, yeah, but you know, Instagram and Facebook are kind of doing the same thing, aren't they? They're really not, are they, Jim? I mean, the CCP literally has anything on any device where you have this app. Yeah, that's exactly right. Remember, TikTok is owned by a company called ByteDance, which is a company that's owned by the Chinese Communist Party, which is the biggest enemy of the United States of America and our American way of life. So that's why that's why this that's why TikTok is a threat. It's why you should delete it from your phone. Uh, the information that it collects about you, like your facial recognition and other things that you do while you're on your phone, uh, is is very dangerous. So delete it. But if you don't delete it, we're going to do everything we can to ban it in the United States because of the threat that it poses. The CCP did a very good job, as you know, of getting a new generation. They love TikTok. They are attached to TikTok. They're going to be very, very angry about this. How do you approach that? Well, there will be other American uh, technology. I mean, you just mentioned uh, Instagram and Facebook. They're incorporating the same types of, of uh, technologies. So I, I think TikTok will be quickly replaced by something else, hopefully that's not owned and controlled by the Chinese Communist Party that poses a national security threat to America. So I'm, I'm sure those, those people who might be angry to lose uh, TikTok uh, th- that that will be replaced something uh, uh, in a very quick fashion that will 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 soon fill their appetite. At the at the time, President Trump wanted ByteDance to sell it to somebody outside of the of the country. Do you think they still might do that? Well, if you remember, I think it was Oracle that uh, that that took over American ownership of the company. The right. deal the deal all fell apart. It didn't work 
at the end of the day. But um, I, uh, perhaps, I mean, perhaps that's one way to do it. But we have to cut any ties that a company like TikTok, ByteDance, or a lot of other companies might have to the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, they there there are a lot. There are so many examples. Twenty three and Me, Ancestry.com. They take your biometrics test when you do like one of those uh, when you do one of those uh, the the tests that they have. Right. Um, and, and they send those tests to China, and they're read by a company that's owned by the Chinese Communist Party. So then they have your they have your biometrics. They they get your facial recognition and learn algorithms about you from TikTok. All of that information is stored by our biggest enemy and could be used against us in a significant way. So that that's why it matters. It it matters because China has a explicit goal to dominate the United States of America and and uh, become the the hegemonic world global power and and rule America under their their uh, under their foot. So. Uh, we can't let that happen. And banning TikTok is a is one step. It's a small step, but yeah. it's one step toward preventing them from uh, from changing our American way of life. District three Republican, great state of Indiana. It's uh, Representative Jim Banks. You're also the chair of the military personnel subcommittee. And as we see the video of China uh, training all of their troops, showing them off, showing their might in the streets, threatening Taiwan constantly, uh, the the South China Sea is always uh, embattled. They're not messing around. These people are are at least representing themselves as the most fit, the most aggressive, ready to fight fighters. Well, we're worried about pronouns in our military. I mean, Jim, it, it, it makes my face hurt. Can you see my face? It hurts because right. you've got people like Lloyd Austin who are literally talking about gender uh, identity in our in our military and i'm not so sure our military is going to be as prepared as, as it could be under this guy's leadership so in your subcommittee what are you doing to attack the wokeness in our military well that's going to be our number one objective you know i, I wore the uniform i served in afghanistan and this deeply troubles me as well and and so well put on your part china uh, is interested in hard power and projecting strength um, our, our military under Commander-in-Chief Joe Biden and Secretary Lloyd Austin and the others has been far more focused on their woke uh, left-wing ideological causes, diversity, um, equity, and inclusion, and and pushing uh, a lot of these uh, these uh, political causes on our troops. So we we got to stop it. We got to put it. We got to put an end to it. And I'm I'm the chairman of the of the military personnel subcommittee. And we're going to make this our mission uh, over the next two years to uproot wokeism in the military. Wokeism is weakness, and our, our military should be projecting just the opposite. And I think that the most egregious part is that we're paying for it. They're using taxpayer dollars instead of training better or recruiting more people. Because of ESG and DEI, what you just mentioned, we're not even recruiting enough people. People don't want to join. I mean, we are at an all-time low in, in, historically in the past couple of generations in people who even want a career in the military. Can we turn that around? Yeah, we have to turn it around. And, you know, the, the, the COVID mandates flushed out thousands of our our heroes that served in uniform uh, who left because they didn't take the COVID uh, vaccine. Uh, we stopped that mandate at the end of last year, but now we have to give a pathway back to service for those troops who were separated because they didn't take the COVID vaccine. And then on top of that, just again, I mean, I, I hear from uh, service members all the time or people who are thinking about joining the service who are saying uh, no or getting out early because of the political, the politicization of the of the woke uh, causes in the military. So we got to put an end to it. You're right. I mean, the army, uh, all of the branches are way off of their recruitment goals. This is a big reason why we got to we got to turn the tide quickly because of 
uh, in a war with China, we're going to need more, not less, more technology, more uh, personnel, more uh, people in uniform, more emerging uh, uh, technologies and hard power. And right now, the, these guys have been focused on something very different. It's uh, District 3 Republican, great state of Indiana, Jim Banks. Jim, I'm wondering, do you have an opinion on why they're doing this? What exactly is there to gain by pushing uh, CRT or DEI or, or gender identity or sexual orientation? I don't care about any of that. Just go and fight the war and, and make sure that the Constitution and freedom and liberty are protected like you did in Afghanistan. What, what, do, you, what do you think the reason is why this administration would do this? Well, it's not lost on me, Joe, that the... of those troops who were separated because they didn't take the COVID uh, vaccine were probably Republicans. They probably were conservative. And uh, that that part of it is never lost on me that they they pushed all of those men and women out of our out of out of our military and uh, part of a grand design to change the political makeup of the military, I believe. So that that's the troubling part of it. We're going to we're going to dig into those questions in my subcommittee and force General Austin, uh, General Milley, our, our nation's military leaders, to, a- to answer the tough questions that when Democrats were in control of the Congress, they were never forced to answer. We're going we're gonna to ask them and force them to answer these questions over the next couple of years, so stay tuned. It is uh, Representative Jim Banks, great state of Indiana. You're running for Senate. Banksforsenate.com is the website. It's F-O-R, banksforsenate.com. Uh, were you as surprised as I was that we did not get the Senate back? And by we, I'm a conservative guy. I'm not necessarily a Republican, but that we didn't get it back to the right and at least keep this administration in check? Yeah, 75% of Americans say the country's on the wrong track. Joe Biden has historically terrible approval ratings. And you got to ask yourself the question, why, why did we barely win back the House majority? We have a four-seat House majority. Why didn't we win back the Senate majority? And Joe, the only thing I can come up with here is that Republicans uh, failed to provide a vision and, and gain the trust of the voters. And I think the reason why is because uh, every other time in my lifetime, when Republicans have had the majority, our Republican leadership didn't do what they said they were going to do. So the voters, they didn't trust Democrats. They don't like Democrats but they don't trust Republicans either. And, and over these next couple of years, as we fight to grow the House Republican majority, win back the Senate majority and win back the White House, Republicans have to follow through. We got to we got to do we got to uh, fulfill the, the, the campaign promises that we made to secure the border, address inflation and, uh, and and gas prices in our country and protect the American way of life. And if we do that, I think we can win back majorities, win back the White House. That's why I'm running for the United States Senate. I. Indiana is a conservative state, and Indiana deserves a conservative fighter in the United States Senate. I've got the proven track record of doing that in the House, but we've got to shake up the United States Senate. I'm going to be a part of the next generation of conservative leaders who do just that. Banksforsenate.com is the website, banksforsenate.com. Uh, what's, what jumps out at me, and, and I wonder if you agree, as a conservative guy, you're right, the, the Senate hasn't done what it said it would do. In fact, it did what the left would do. When we saw a, a, a budget right through September get passed in the Senate when they could have stopped it, and they could have done a CR to let you guys in the House decide, uh, we're going to do this until January or February, and then we're going to readdress this and do a budget on our uh, on our pocketbook. Uh, again, you guys got the House back because those of us in this country wanted you to set the budget and cut down on spending and, and not have to raise the debt ceiling every few years. Why do you think the Republicans didn't have that back? When was it 18 or 19 uh, Republicans voted to go home for Christmas and just pass a budget until September? They literally let Nancy Pelosi set the budget. Yeah, it's deeply disappointing. And and that this was keep in mind, this was when I was making this, you know, decision about whether or not to run for the Senate. Right. 
And I saw I saw the Senate some Senate Republicans go along to get along and pass a one point seven trillion dollar omnibus bill at the time. At the same time, we have a thirty two trillion dollar national debt. And uh, instead of giving us the opportunity to use the leverage of this new House Republican majority to rein in wasteful spending, to cut wasteful spending and send us down a path to addressing a thirty two trillion dollar national debt, we have Republicans go along with Democrats to make it even worse. So we got that's why we got to have conservative fighters in the United States Senate. I see a new uh, a crop of younger conservatives in the Senate who are trying to trying to fight the fight, and I want to go there and be a part of it. Uh, I believe that Mitch McConnell didn't want any of Trump's candidates to win, but that's my opinion. Uh, he did not put the kind of money into into uh, um, Arizona, into New Hampshire, into Alaska to get a conservative there as well. And, and that's what you would be facing if you go into the Senate. I think the House is more conservative now than even a Republican Senate would be. Do you agree with that? Well, in the House, we have a lot of a lot of new members right. who have come about during Trump or the last couple of years that learn, have learned from President Trump how to fight back against the radical left. And the Senate, just by nature of the six year terms, it takes a lot longer to change the nature of the Senate. I mean, Joe, we we don't have any time left. Uh, the, the radical left in this country is trying to ch- change and transform America uh, inside and out uh, f- forever. And. We, we, if, if we go along to get along at this point, we're, we're, go, we're allowing them to do that. We need fighters who are going to fight back. And the Senate desperately needs uh, new conservative fighters. That, that, that's why I feel called to run for the U.S. Senate. Uh, we have an open seat in Indiana. It provides an opportunity to do that. Not a decision that was easy for my family and I to make, but we, we just feel like it really matters. And the, the omnibus $1.7 trillion dollar spending bill is a good reason why. Yeah, absolutely. Banksforsenate.com. It's District 3 Republican, the great state of uh, Indiana, Jim Banks. Representative, come back on any time. I, I love the hard work you're doing for us in Congress. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be with you. Okay, we're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. I couldn't hear you. You said I should sing too? I said you should not. Ooh, you're breaking up. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com, JoePags.com. Go there. Follow all the social media, building nicely in all of the outlets, all the platforms that you like. Whatever is your favorite, I'm probably going to be there. I'm not on TikTok, but I'm on everything else. So go and check those out. Again, JoePags.com. If you want want the, come on, come on, if you want those videos, they're over on Instagram. Go to Instagram.com slash Joe Talk Show or at Joe Talk Show. Listen, it doesn't cost you anything to follow me on Instagram. What's your problem? You know what I'm saying, Carrie? It's not like I'm asking for money. <laughs> you seem to be asking for quite a lot, though. All three hours and then for them to right? follow you on social media. I listen to Carrie when she speaks. I mean, I'm asking for all that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good, too. Yeah. Like oh, that. that one's okay, I like then. that. I that, one, that one's good. Yeah. I We're like coming that back. One. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. 